Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Whichever you prefer. I hope you finished eating your cereal by now. And welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. When I stop laughing, it will be all right. We are a Christian, Protestant, internet church, and a local church assembly founded in the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. And we're no longer slaves to fear. We hope you aren't either. Amen. Jesus lives in us. Amen. The Father lives in us. The Holy Spirit lives in us. Now, who's living in you? Good question. Amen. I was saying before I forgot to press the button or two that sometimes when people come to church, they feel like they can't really approach God because there's things going on in their life that they just know then please the Lord. But you see, I was explaining that once you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you need to know that he died on Calvary for all of the sins. You know, I was thinking about this when I woke up this morning. You know, when you remember a long time ago when you could go to the grocery store with a little bit of money and buy a whole lot of groceries back, back in the day? You know when the when the teller when the cashier hit that final button, you get this long strip of paper about every little thing you bought and how much you paid for. Well, think about it. There's what there's a long strip of paper that listed every ordinance that you had violated. When you came to God, it like it's long, like from the North Pole all the way to the South Pole. Brother Bill wants to brag about his sin life. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, yes, there are some people who their strip is longer. Okay, they put more work into it. That's all. They put a little more effort into it. Than the rest of us. The rest of us got weary and quit, but some just, you know, they just kept on going. Nonetheless, the ordinances that were written against you, they've been nailed to the cross right along with Jesus Christ. That's where the price was paid for those things that you didn't do, should have done, shouldn't have not ever thought about doing and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean. Some of them are still tripping you up now, but Jesus has already died for them. And he loves you. And he wants you to come to him with an open heart, open mind, and open arms. He wants to restore you. He wants to make you the person that he sent you into the earth to be. He had a plan and a purpose when he made you. No, you do not belong to yourself. 
You were bought with a price, and that price is the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Your body does not belong to you. It never has. You didn't give it to yourself. You didn't put it together and knit it together when you were in the womb. You didn't bring it out. You don't keep it running, whether you think so or not. And when you die and come out of it, you can't look back at it and say, get on up. I'm ready to go. It's not going anywhere. So it's not your body. It doesn't belong to you. It belongs. It is the personal property of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't care how many silly, crazy women are out there holding up signs, saying all kinds of foolish things. They're going to have to repent of that or you know what else is going to happen. This is not their body. Amen? Amen. They can't heal it. They can't fix it. They're telling a lie. And you don't have to listen to lies. We've already established that. The devil's telling you lies. You tell him to shut up in Jesus' name. You don't listen to lies anymore. Amen? And you're done with telling lies, too. That's very, very important. Amen? So I'm Pastor Sabrina, if you didn't know that. Now you do. And we open our services celebrating Holy Communion and what it means between Jesus Christ and the saints, between Jesus Christ and every believer. You see, the blood of Jesus, when he died on the cross, it poured down all over him and all over you at the same time. And it washed away. Everything about you that displeases the Father. So now, regardless of what your relationship was, is, or should have been to your natural dad, that's put to the side. It's put away. Because your heavenly Father loves you more. Your heavenly Father loves you with no condition. Amen? If you didn't graduate from the sixth grade, he loves you no more than he does the one that went to MIT. Amen? He loves you regardless to what you know or what you don't know or what you have or what you don't have or what you've accomplished or what you have not accomplished. He loves you, you. And he doesn't want you running from him whenever you do something bad. He wants you to come to him and to ask him to forgive you because Jesus has already paid the price for you to be forgiven. He wants you to come confess it all to him and tell him all about it. And it's okay if you have tears and and snot. It's okay. He's the one that gave you the tears and the snot. Amen? That's nothing to be ashamed of. That's what it's for. It's a part of repentance. A broken and a contrite spirit. That's what he wants. He wants you to be set free. Jesus Christ paid the price for that. 
Your body, the body he gave you to live in, is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Other spirits are not supposed to be in there. So in this ministry, we get them out. The Holy Spirit is supposed to inhabit you. Your spirit man is supposed to be filled with God, not filled with anything else. Amen? You're supposed to have unbroken fellowship with your heavenly Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, and God, the Holy Spirit. You can't leave here without the Holy Spirit. He's the one that takes you from one dimension to the next. You can't just go charting out of here. Well, I'm going to die right now, and I'm going to. You know a few people have tried that and found out they couldn't do it. Amen? So when you mess up, his name is Lord Jesus Christ. His name is Heavenly Father. His name is God the Holy Spirit. Amen? You go to him in humility. Amen? You go to him in contrition with a broken heart for everything that's not right. And you don't sit there and not confess everything. You tell it all. Every bit. Amen? Because he's the one that's going to fix you. Amen? Amen? So you don't sit there all bottled up in fear. Because fear is not of God. God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. I think I said that backwards, but anyway, you know what I meant. He loves you. And he's not going, okay, so you got your shoes on backwards. I'm not going to love you. He doesn't act that way. He's not like people. He's like God. Amen? Okay, I failed again. Okay, that means you get to get up again and try again. You don't get to quit because his love doesn't quit. Amen? You say, but I've done bad things. I don't know anybody who hasn't. You see, when we come to church, we do not tell people a lot of the real bad stuff that we did for fear they might not like us. Then we find out that some of them have done things just as bad as us. So nobody judges anybody, and nobody condemns anybody. Because everybody came into this life with weaknesses. Everybody came into this life with original sin. Adam and Eve saw to that. That's one gift they could have kept. Amen? But when we come to Jesus, we can throw that gift away. We don't have to keep that one, and we don't. What's that when they recycle the present? You know, they get one they don't like and hand it to somebody else? Oh, we don't do that. Mm -mm. We we don't do that with original sin. We, We get rid of it. It's got to go away. Amen? Amen. For good. Jesus puts our sins in the depths of the sea. They don't come back, and we have no business trying to dig them up to say, 
Well, you shouldn't love me because remember back then when I did that. What are you talking about? Amen? Amen. So with that, we're going to start today by repenting of our fears that we have left. We've gotten rid of most of them, haven't we, church? We've been working on it. But we're going to get it again today. We're not going to miss this. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we receive your love for us. We thank you for your unconditional, forgiving, long-suffering, patient, kind love for us. Your mercy that we depend on every moment. We want to thank you. We know that we're not worthy. We're not deserving of it. But we know that you love us anyway, in spite of it all. So we choose to receive your love. We ask you to forgive us for all the nasty thoughts we have thought lately. There's too many to to talk about now. There's plenty of them, okay? But we don't want to talk about them anymore. We want them to go away like the others went away. We want to thank you, Jesus, for dying for all those ugly thoughts. You know, somebody got on our nerves, and we wanted to do a little more than say, I forgive you. But we forgive them right now. Amen? And we're asking you to forgive us for our little ugly thoughts that were said. We know better than that, but at the moment, Lord, we was mad. And that's it. We let our emotions tell us what to do instead of the word. And that was sin, too. Amen? We want, Lord, for you to forgive us for every single thing we have ever done wrong from the moment we were conceived until this very moment. That's what we're asking for. We confess every single sin, every trespass, every iniquity, the sins we got from our family lines, the sins we got from other people that we were associated with, and our own nasty, filthy, rotten sins. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving us. We don't take this for granted, Jesus. You pay the ultimate price for this. We receive your sacrifice for us, and we thank you. We love you. We worship you. We adore you. We receive your gift of love. Now you take a couple of minutes and say to the Lord what you need to say. Amen. Father, we lift our hands to you without wrath and without doubting. Holy hands. Holy hands. Our Father has holy hands. Holy hands. Holy arms to hold us with. You embrace us, Lord, with your love. You do better than bear hugs. You do the best hugs. And we receive that love, 
for you right now, all the way to the very bottom of our inside. We receive your love, and we thank you for pouring it in, Holy Spirit. We thank you. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, If we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen. Amen. I don't want to be condemned with the world. Amen. Who is that man? I don't know. Amen. Does he want to come in? Hello. How are you? What's your name? Hi, guys. I'm Pastor Sabrina. Nice to meet you. This is Miracle Outreach Ministries. And everybody else is around the world. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. There are people in nations all over the world that they know you just came to church for the first time. Say hi, guys. They're saying hi. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you that you are our God. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. So we have put our trust in the shadow of your wings. Difficult things can cause us to ask, why did this happen? But if we're trusting in our Lord and Savior, we never need to ask. How could he let this happen? 
You may never reveal all of your reasons to us, but you have revealed your character and nature to us. Your character assures us that you never make mistakes. You are never uncaring, for you are love. You are peace. You are mercy. We thank you, Father, for teaching us that you never separate yourself from our needs. Though the need that we face may be great, the grace that you provide through Jesus Christ is greater still. May our heart and our faith remain fixed upon you as we pass through our difficulty. Pass through our difficulty. For underneath us are your everlasting arms. So we do not fear, for you are with us. We will not be afraid or discouraged at the prospect of some difficulty, which we do not know how to resolve. We will not lose courage or confidence at the prospect of danger, because you are our God. You will strengthen us, yes, you will help us, yes, you will uphold us with the right hand of your righteousness. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over the spirit of fear. In the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every fear and phobia. We bind the strong man of fear in Jesus' name. We bind untrusting. We bind faithlessness. We bind fear of death, all anxiety, all terror, all stress, faint-heartedness, heart attacks, the oppressing sword. We bind the fear of death, the fear of any kind of death, the fear of failure, the fear of man, men in fear, nightmares, terrors, torments, horrors, the fear of missing heaven. We take authority, dominion, and power over every fear that began in childhood, every fear that began in infancy in the name of Jesus Christ, every fear that has been with us over our lives and is still traveling. It's time to let it go, church, in Jesus' name. It's time to let it go. Take a deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough. Deep breath and cough and cough from your gut. Everybody, deep breath and cough from your gut. Deep breath and cough. Fear of intimidation found in the name of Jesus Christ. Fear of intimidation. Fear of losing a loved one. Fear of financial failure. Fear of bankruptcy. Fear of illness. Fear of illness. 
fear of witchcraft and the occult in Jesus' name. Fear that will never get over our problem in Jesus' name. Fear that will never get over our problem, will never overcome, will never get the victory. Jesus has purchased the victory for us. Jesus has purchased the victory for us. The overcomer lives within us. We bind fear of rejection. Fear of rejection. We bind you in the name of Jesus. Come out of God's people. You have no right to be there in Jesus' name. Fear of falling back into sin. Fear of falling back into sin. He's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless. Fear of the unknown. We take authority, dominion, and power over fear of the unknown in Jesus' name. Fear of your past catching up with you. Fear that God will get sick and tired of you and just quit. He never will. Come out in the name of Jesus. Come on out in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter how many times you fail. You're still breathing. You're still on the planet. Get up and go again in Jesus' name. Everybody take one deep breath and come on. <laughs> In Jesus' name. Father of God. Oh, hallelujah. Do what only you can do. In our lives, in Jesus' name. Open up, saints. Open up to the Lord. He's here to move. Let him break that down in you. You got to want God to move in your heart. You got to want him to move in your life. You got to want him to burn that out of you. No matter how it got in there or how long it's been there, you got to want it to be gone. Lord, you're greater than our past. You're greater than our present. We take authority, dominion, and power over every form of self-rejection in Jesus' name. Every form of I'm not good enough, I've never been good enough, I'll never be good enough. Jesus, can't you see I got this problem and I'll never be good enough for you. He didn't call you to be good enough. He came to bring you from that place to him. Now let him do it. Amen. Tell him it's okay with you. Yes, Lord. Coming to you with a yes, Jesus. Praising your name with a yes, Lord. Seeking your face with a yes. 
with my hands raised. It's my best praise. I'm coming to you with a yes. I'm coming to you with a yes. I'm coming to you with a yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Have your way in me, Lord. Have your way in me. Have your way in me. Father, we thank you for the blood. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for your warring linking angels that surround us. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for the praising angels, for your ministering spirit. We thank you for the word of God. But we thank you most of all for you. We praise you, Lord. We thank you for you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous in Jesus' name. We take the authority from Satan in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and the powers that he uses illegally in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and the workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporting, listening, watching, peace, whisper, familiar, electronic, digital, and technology demons in Jesus' name. We bind all Leviathan spirits, all brainwashing spirits, Kundalini spirits, water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, sorcery devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence spirits, smart dust, uh, dust spirits, seducing and womanizing spirits, drone spirits, whoredom spirits, and their attacks in Jesus' name. All electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber sex, cyber stalking, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse, microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons binding all vibrations, which are demons, taking authority, dominion, and power, taking authority, dominion, and power over the ear, nose, and throat demons in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people. All the ear, nose, and throat devils, you come on out. This time of year, you come by to harass and aggravate God's people. All those ear, nose, and throat demons, you come on out now. You're not giving anybody a sinus infection, an ear infection, or anything else this year. In Jesus' name, come on out of God's people. 
The commercials are already advertising your sin. We won't tolerate it. In the name of Jesus. We bind all the voices of the stranger in their attack, all the voices of the charmer and the seducer. We bind all whoredom spirits in their attacks, the voices of the stranger, hypnotic, and trance devils, all mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and its components. We bind all... Yes, sir. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Indian, Hindu, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, New Zealander, Jamaican, Haitian, Polynesian, Russian, Chinese, Malaysian, Nigerian, Ghanaian, Arabian, witchcraft in the UK, Canadian, in Chad, Nicaragua, Afghanistan, Ruka. Especially in the U.S. We bind all black and white magic, voodoo, hoodoo, jujus, wherever they are, in Jesus' name. Amen. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind Spain. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal form, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications. We bind the formation of bull flies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, Block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, undermine, confound, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. 
We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool, the anger of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food, lust, and addiction. We return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us, and all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts. Mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. Make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirit and the children of disobedience. Martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness. Perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, EST, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents in Jesus' name. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and solely sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, Fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and its 72 in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony and all their powers and prayers along with the affiliated organizations in Jesus name we bind the brotherhood the lodge the craft and the grips in Jesus name we break the power of every uh, demonic weapon fireball poison voodoo pins and dolls hot and cold spots prompters codes triggers charms tumors and designs and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodicean. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, the work of errors in our lives, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads, as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. 
We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. We disconnect ourselves from all the computer devils, all the electronic and technology devils in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind them in the name of Jesus. They will not control our thoughts and our behavior in Jesus' name. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted and those that are in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus, and we cover our transportation and the road that we travel. We take authority, dominion, and power over animals, objects, demons of the road, so that they do not cross our path. We bind them in the name of Jesus. We thank you that you have released Psalm 91 and other psalms over us, and that your angels have been dispatched. For us, Father, we cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, and we command them to stay away. We ask for giant warrior angels to protect us as we sleep, and we thank you for your fiery wall around us, Father. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the works that the devil has sent against us, especially this past week in Jesus' name. We cut, burn, and destroy all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and such, and liars. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, spell, charm, fetish, psychic thoughts, psychic prayers, witchcraft, bewitchments, jinxes, potions, sickness, torment, pain, psychic prayers, psychic warfare, incense and candle burning, incantations, hoodoo, crystals, root work, tribal rituals and sin, and everything being sent to us from the enemy's camp in Jesus' name. We break the power of the jealousy devil, the envy devil, spirits of wizardry and sorcery, and all the spirits that work with them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind you all in the name of Jesus. We bind every spirit of bondage and infirmity in Jesus' name. And we release the Holy Spirit on the people of God in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is so good to us. Amen. Praise the Lord. He is so good to us. So, God has 
a little word he wants us to hear. Just a little word. In some places, well, I'll let you find out. God has to get our attention when we get a little lax, you know. Yes, he has to get our attention when we get a little lax and we don't do what we ought to do. I never heard that song before in my life. (laughs) Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Okay. Come on. There we go. Amen. So I take it everybody made it through what the devil attempted to send to us to cause the problem. Well, I told him he could have it right back. I don't do tropical storms. Amen? I don't do those. I don't have to have them. I have a position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. I don't have to do tropical storms. Amen. Amen. Let the devil go. Amen. Amen. Let the devil go. And God means go. Saints, Jesus Christ has given to us victory over the devil. It's ours. We don't have to wonder about it. We already have it. Amen. We already have it. It's ours to walk in if we will. If we will. God's power is much greater than the devil. You have experienced this already. Yes, even in deliverance, most of you. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Well, it doesn't seem that Satan had power enough to keep himself in heaven. He was so great, powerful, and so wonderful. How come he had to leave? How come he got evicted? How come he got kicked out? God didn't put up with it. He didn't have a choice. He had to go. And that's what you need to remember. He's got to go. So let the devil go. Amen? Amen. Behold, Jesus said, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. All. But you've got to use it. You've got to use it. All the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. James chapter 2, verse 19. James chapter 2, verse 19. For our visitors, we use the King James Version of the Bible exclusively. James chapter 2, verse 19. Thou believest that there is one God. Thou dost well. The devils also believe. And tremble. The devils believe there's one God. They know for sure there's one God. 
So why should you be confused? God is not the author of confusion. Amen? You ask the devils, they'll tell you, yes, one God. Mm-hmm. And they don't like for you to, to use that name Jesus around them either. They don't like that. First John chapter 3, verse 8. First John chapter 3, verse 8. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. That he might destroy the works of the devil. When he was on the cross, he said, it is finished. So this work has been done. Amen. He came to destroy the works of the devil. Amen. Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. Philippians chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. He's in charge. He's in charge. The devil is not in charge. He's just running out of time. That's all. Amen. Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. Hebrews chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. For it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things, for whom are all things and by whom are all things. So how did you get here? He got you here, and you were made for him. In bringing many sons unto glory, and he intends to do just that, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. He's going to bring many sons to glory. He never fails. There's no failure in him. Verse 14, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same. He came in a fleshly body. You see, it was tax collector time. The IRS of his day wanted money. The government wanted some more money. So no matter how far along and which trimester Mary was in, Joseph had to get her up, and they had to hump and bump over the road. They had to hump and bump to get to where they had to get to. 
Amen? How would you like it? You're in your last trimester of pregnancy, and you got a hump. This isn't some paved road. This isn't an expressway. This isn't a highway. This is an old, dusty, rocky road. And here's the animals going this way and that way. It wasn't a fun time. It was a lot of pressure. And Jesus said, okay, this is it. I'm coming out. You know, once a long time ago, I had to introduce my mother at a church meeting. And I told the people that I was the only one present that knew my mother from the inside out. And I was. I told them that I was fine inside of her for a while. Until that day, she wouldn't stretch anymore. And I couldn't take it anymore. It was time to come out. Amen? Amen. That's the way it works, you know. You're not stretching, I'm coming out. And that's the way it works. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. Amen? Colossians chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. Colossians chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. What does that mean? Just what it says. The fullness of God dwell within Jesus' body. You see, they work together. They work in union. They work in harmony. They work in agreement. And ye are complete in him. I know somebody told you that until you get married, you don't have your other part. I beg to disagree with them. The Bible says ye are complete in him. You don't have any dangling part out there that you've never met which is the head of all principality and power. He's over every principality and every power that we just bound in his name. Verse 14, Colossians chapter 2, beginning with verse 14, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances. Remember we talked about that? This long strip of all the ordinances that we politely have violated, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. This wasn't done in a closet. This is out in the open. For every spirit in the heavenlies, every spirit in the earth, and those underneath the earth to see it, know it, and experience it. This wasn't a quiet thing. Amen. Our war, our open and armed conflict, our contention, our struggle, 
our military operations are against the devil, Satan, and his demons and angels. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning with verse 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning with verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. We don't get a Smith and Wesson and shoot at the devil. If it worked, we'd have gotten rid of him a lot sooner. Glock doesn't do any better. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after. <laughs> okay, Lord, that's funny. We do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not earthly. They're not worldly. However, they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And how do we do that? Casting down imagination. And every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. You got something to say about what God says? Well, it's time to bind you and cast you down in Jesus' name. And bringing into captivity, into captivity, yes, you've seen in captivity before. They have their hands behind their back. They got handcuffs on. They got chains here, chains there around their ankles. And sometimes they have them little monitor things still on them. You've seen captivity and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Remember, we repented of that earlier, those ugly thoughts we've had all week. Amen. Mm-hmm. Ephesians chapter 6, beginning with verse 10. Ephesians chapter 6, beginning with verse 10. Finally, my brethren. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, his might, unlimited might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That means you actually have to put the armor on. And no, it's not meant for you to walk down some runway showing off your arms. No, that's not the idea. You're supposed to put it on because there's a battle and you're in a war and you're going to need it. Amen. Amen. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. You may not leave the helmet off, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Having done all, that means you can't leave part of it out. Well, Lord, I don't know about this this preparation of the gospel of peace on my feet. No, you got to stand. You got to have it. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, truth in the inward part, truth in the inward part. God wants truth in our inward part. And having on the breastplate of righteousness, Jesus Christ is our righteousness. 
and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You know the gospel. You know how you found your way back to Christ. Somebody's been praying for you for a while. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We must remain alert and on guard against Satan and his forces. We must be on guard at all times. We must resist the strategies of the enemy. We must recognize the tactics of the devil and attack him at the onset of combat. At the onset of combat, yes, at the start of the assault, because it is an assault. No, not the next day, immediately, at once, without delay. Attack back without a brain freeze. Without a brain freeze. Attack back. Amen. Attack back and keep on returning the warfare. This is real war. Not a video game. No, this is not a video game. This is not a sporting event. There is much at stake. We are at war. God says to get off your blessed assurance and get back to war. Some of you are sitting on it, so to speak, watching the rest of us pull the payload. But God is here for you today. Slackers will not get away with this. This war requires all hands on deck. That is you too. Refusal to participate is rebellion, and it will be judged by the righteous judge himself. No one is going to do your prayer warfare for you. We will agree with the Godhead and with the word of God on your behalf, but you must open your own mouth against the enemy. Do your part. You've been going along to get along for too long. This is it. God is ready to judge. Some of you obey what you want to obey, and just ignore the rest. Well, that's coming up for judgment, too. 1 Peter chapter 4, beginning with verse 16. 1 Peter chapter 4, beginning with verse 16. Yet, if any man suffer as a Christian, Let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. You're suffering as a Christian for doing right? Then glorify God. And remember, Jesus took that shame on the cross. What are you doing with it? 
For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, and he says scarcely, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Yes, judgment begins at the house of God. Amen, it's the truth. The gospel is rightly presented in this ministry. This is not an if-you-feel-like-it ministry. Some of you are suffering consequences right now for failing to obey teachings that you received at this ministry. You were taught better, but you didn't do better. You have been warned before that this is not a sit-and-listen chair. I'm just going to sit and listen. Not in this kingdom. This is a hearken to the voice of the Lord, church. That means to listen intently with the true purpose of complete submission and obedience. God's commands are not burdensome. They are not troublesome, annoying, nor tedious. They are not oppressive to the mind or spirit. The word of God endureth forever. First Peter chapter 1, verse 25. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 25. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word by which the gospel is preached unto you. Amen? First John chapter 5, verse 3. First John chapter 5, verse 3. For this is the love of God, that we keep, obey his commandments. And his commandments are not grievous. No, they do not get on your nerves. Amen? God's commandments do not get on your nerves. And if they do, you need to move your nerves. Loving God means doing what he tells us to do. And seriously, that is not hard at all, for every child of God can obey him. Yes, you can defeat sin and every evil pleasure and every wicked thought by trusting Jesus Christ to help you. Amen? Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do all. Repeat after me. I can. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Put your hand right here. Me. Amen. Amen. You can so too. Yes, you can. You have been taught. The execution and power of spiritual warfare in Christ Jesus. But some 
refuse to practice this warfare as you ought to, regularly and consistently, regularly and consistently. Amen? First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober, be serious, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. And we've already agreed that in this ministry, we're not going to be devourable. Whom resist? steadfast in the faith. So one of your points of resistance is being steadfast in the faith. Part of being steadfast in the faith is practicing spiritual warfare regularly and consistently. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Other people are going through this stuff too. But you've been taught, and you know how, and you know what to do. So you're supposed to do it. Amen? Amen. I know that's right. Amen. When someone is being delivered, especially during the broadcast, everyone who is not receiving deliverance is to be in spiritual warfare. This is not the sit and listen segment of the broadcast, nor is this the time for you to find some other distraction. The Lord God of war is serious about this, and you should be too. Exodus chapter 15, verse 3. Exodus chapter 15, verse 3. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. He's a man of war. He's a God of judgment. Amen. For it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Yes, you come to church. Yes. Church, this is church, whether you're home in your PJs or here in the building. It's church. It's not a baseball game. It's church. Church, you are to be prepared for battle when confronting the enemy. You should have already repented of your sin and prepared your heart and mind to enter into worship prayers, and to hear from God before the broadcast begins. Amen. Saints are expected to prepare themselves to encounter God. After all, you've been playing the scriptures all day, right? You play the scriptures 24 hours a day, right? Everybody didn't say right to you. I've got three different places in my house where the scriptures play whether I'm there or not. If one goes down, there's two more still working. 
And if the lights go out, I have to tell Satan a thing or two, and then I turn them right back on. Amen. This is a time of reverence to God. Some of us are too are much too carnal and fail to sanctify the Lord in our hearts. We're still too much wherever we came from and what we were doing all day and blah, blah, blah. No, you got to shed that before you enter into the presence of the Lord. You got to get rid of you because usually that's what the problem is. It's the you in you. You've got to go. You decrease, he increases. That's the way the Bible says it works. Praise the Lord. Amen. You actually behave as though God is just one more aspect of life. No. He's not one more aspect of life. You know, you got your job, you got your family, you got your this, you got the... No! He's not one more in your collection of aspects of your life. No. Either your life is centered in Jesus Christ or you're still headed to hell. And you need to do something about that in a hurry. Well, one more aspect of your life. Well, that can hardly be called the fear of the Lord. Psalm 33, verse 8. Psalm 33, verse 8. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Reverence the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. All the inhabitants. Yes, that means all the Hindus, all the Buddhists, all the whatever there are. All the LGBTQIA plus too. You're here. You're still breathing. You're above ground. There's still blood somewhere in your veins. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. That means in the heavenlies. That means beneath the earth. Wherever you are, stand in awe of him. Psalm 19, verse 9. Psalm 19, verse 9. The fear of the Lord is clean. Enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. I know some of us have had the opportunity to go to the courthouse to do that jury duty thing. And you've seen the judge sitting there, and he hits his, you know, I noticed this. When he comes into the room, all the people stand up. When the jurors come in that are paying for all of this going on, the lights and the big fine building and the pretty wood on the wall and the tile on the floor and the this, nobody stands up and we come in. I said, something is wrong here, Lord. We're paying the bill. Why are they sitting there? Why are we coming? This is a bit backward here. Something's wrong. Huh, well, he makes judgments too. And all of his judgments are true and righteous entirely. There's nothing wrong with them, whether you agree or not. God does not need your agreement. He is God all by himself. 
He is the sovereign Lord. I remember once in my life, God was taking me through something I didn't want to go through, and I was pouting and fussing with him, and he shut my mouth. He politely said to me as the car was going down the highway, I am sovereign. I went, yes, sir, and that was it. You see, you don't talk back. Mm-hmm, I know. Some of you think you can you can talk back, but no, you don't. Psalm 34, verse 11. And I haven't pulled that stunt since. Psalm 34, verse 11. Come, ye children, hearken unto me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. You see, that's why those women are running around talking about this is their body and it's theirs. They can. Do. They don't fear the Lord because if they did, first of all, they wouldn't be out there with no sign hollering about it's their body. That thought would be gone, and you surely wouldn't see somebody running down the street to the justice's house talking about Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg sends them, and she's good and dead. Really? So what spirit came to talk to you? And you came to, no, you don't do that. Not when you fear God. No, you just, there's things, people are different these days. They have lost the fear of the Lord. They They don't understand that he actually does hold their next breath. He actually has full control of your next breath. He doesn't promise you you're going to get it either. You don't just pass off to him any way you feel like. You don't mouth off to God and rip your little rump in his face. You don't do that. You see, there was two people being crucified with Jesus. One humbled himself and made it into paradise. The other one didn't have sense enough to. He had the same opportunity. He refused to take it. Well, I'm sure he regrets that now. You don't fast off to him. He's God. You're dust. Don't you know the difference? Amen. You know, Cain was mighty bold when he opened his mouth. When God said to him, what's what's the matter with you? Do I know where my brother keeps? I'm like, child, please. (laughs) You don't do that But you see He let Cain live another day So if you were wondering If God is merciful You should know it now Cain went away from that He still had a face He still had a mouth He could still talk He should have been dead That's what's supposed to happen You do that, you die The wages of sin is death And some of us take this too casual. You know, you let any old flipping thing fall out of your mouth to people when you're you're mad. You can't do that. There's nothing he doesn't hear and nothing he doesn't see. We need to take God more seriously than we do. Amen. Psalm 111, verse 10. 
The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The opposite of wisdom is foolishness. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. Why do they do his commandments? They have a real good understanding of who they're dealing with. Remember when those people got too smart in the mouth with Moses and the ground just suddenly opened them up, hell opened his mouth and swallowed them whole. Cecil B. DeMille did a good one on that one. I went, I mean, the ground just opened up and sucked them in and closed right back up as if nothing had ever happened. But you see, most people don't act like that's the God we serve. He came down to visit Sodom and Gomorrah before he released his final judgment. He came to make a personal inspection, more than any general ever had. And after his inspection, he left assignments with the angels. They had to go get Lot out of the way because they had to do their job, and they did it. So people pretend that they don't know who God is, but they're lying. Reverence means that we exhibit great respect, affection, honor, and pay homage to our God. We express intense love and affection towards him. We adore him. It's a personal thing. It's not a religious thing. It's a personal thing. It has to come out of your spirit, out of your heart. It's got to be your thankfulness, your appreciation, your gratitude, your reverence. We can't come do that part for you. That's the part you do yourself. And perhaps this is where the issue may be with you. You don't want Satan, but you don't really love God that much either. You know, you decided you don't want the devil, but you ain't really in love with Jesus. I don't mean that foolish stuff they put on TV. I mean the real kind of love. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. That means there is no part of your heart, your soul, or your mind that you're not supposed to use loving God. Amen? Mark chapter 12, beginning with verse 30. Mark chapter 12, beginning with verse 30. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is life, namely this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. 
There is none other commandment greater than these. You have to answer the question if you actually do this. Do you love the Lord with all of your heart? Do you love the Lord with all of your soul? Do you love the Lord with all of your mind and with all of your strength? Well, do you? Do you really? And if not, why not? Tell the truth. No, not an alibi, not an excuse. The real truth, and nothing but the truth, if you please. Perhaps your half-hearted service of God stems from your, the half of your heart, the half of your soul, the half of your mind, and the half of your strength that you have reserved for yourself alone. I'll say that again. Perhaps your half-hearted service to God stems from the half of your heart, the half of your soul, the half of your mind, and the half of your strength that you have reserved for yourself alone. Joshua chapter 22, verse 5. Joshua chapter 22, verse 5. But take diligent heed to the commandment and the law, which Moses, the servant of God, charged you to love the Lord your God and to walk in his way. Nobody said anything about your opinion. His way and to keep his commandment and to cleave unto him and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. When we enter into spiritual warfare for the deliverance of those who are oppressed by the devil, we are to be in unity, in agreement. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Do we understand this? This is when he answers our prayers for those whom Satan has held in bondage. But do you care enough for our God and his kingdom to execute your reasonable service for him and them? I'll leave you to answer that question. Amen? Rise for the benediction. Now unto the king immortal, eternal, immortal, invisible, 
the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. And everyone said amen. 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 God bless you. Pastor loves you. Recast the broadcast and answer the questions that God asks. Amen. Talk to you on Wednesday in Jesus' name. you die.